The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Our world is always so rush, rush. We can never get any personal time to ourselves, let alone those that we love. Welcome to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. Our mission, to reintroduce kindness and compassion to our busy lives. Remember when life was so much simpler? Gabriella and her guests today will pick up the ball of human kindness and by doing so, empower you to make changes in your own life. And now, here is Gabriella Von Ray. Hi everyone and welcome on November 22nd to another Might Radio Show. Before we start live here, and I am in Tulare Union High School in Tulare, California, and it's not sunny today at all, <laughs> but the sun is going to come, I hope. Uh, I just want to mention really quickly, uh, I'm sure that every news media in the world will mention JFK today because it's the memorial of JFK who died 50 years ago, and my motto here with all the students today is what JFK taught us a long time ago. It's not what you can, you do. can do for your country. It's what... It's not what your country can do for you. It's what you can do for your country. There we go. I am helped by the principal, Michelle Nunley. I get every saying backwards, but we mean it well here at Tulare, and the students are definitely an example of what JFK would have wanted to see. I have a young lady here with me, and her name is Sylvia, and we are going to ask her, because as always, we keep cyberbullying and bullying really um, very near and dear to our hearts, and we're trying with Project Z to solve problems before they go out of hand. And Sylvia, you had a little fallout with someone Tell us whatever you feel that you would like to share with us. How did it start? Well, um, it started on a day because we'll, uh, this, my friend had a cup of ice and he was, he threw a piece of ice on me. So, and we play a lot, a lot, we play around a lot. So I grabbed the ice out of his hand and then I threw ice back at him. And then after that, she told me like not to throw it after I threw it. So then I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, that's my ice. So I gave it to her. And then she threw it on me, and she was like, you fucking bitch. And then I walked away because I didn't, I was, like, really mad. So my friend just told me to sit down and just relax for a minute. So I just That is good down. advice. <laughs> that is really good advice. But do you feel that with this person that was angry with you that there is a history, or was it just out of the blue? Well, we, well like I said, she never really liked me. She didn't really have a reason to, but um, earlier in the year she told me, I asked her, is she like, did she like me or not? And she said that she's never really liked me. And I asked her why, and she's like, she, she just said that she didn't know that there wasn't really a reason. Hmm. So I just like, oh, okay. And you guys tried to leave each other alone, or? Yeah, we um, went to a counseling meeting, and then um, we worked things out, and then after that, it was, I just, she told me sorry and stuff. We said our, like, sorries, and then I just left her alone. I never really talked to her after that. And now it's starting up again a little bit? Is that no, what I'm getting a um, sense of? 
Well, she's like on vacation right now, so I haven't really talked to her in a couple weeks. So we haven't really got the like we haven't really seen each other. Okay. And do you feel that this is uh, bullying on a regular basis, or it's just an incident? It was just an incident. It's just an incident. Good. And did you, out of yourself, go immediately to the counselor, or? Um, well, I talked to the security guard because I was like mad, so I talked to her. And she was telling me to go talk to Mr. Santana. So I went to him after school, and then he told me that to come by his office in the morning and we would talk about it. So I just went to him, and then things went from there. Yeah, it's always good to talk about it. Do you have this young lady in any of your classes? Yeah, I have her in my science class and my Spanish. Okay. And while in class, it's okay? or Yeah. Well, just that one day when... um. Like, when that next day after she threw the ice and everything, she was just giving me really dirty looks and stuff, but I just ignored her. And did you guys know each other before Tulare? Um, Yeah, we known each other since, like, we were first graders. First graders? Yeah. Okay, so sometimes, you know, I, I'm just going to tell you this. I meet people that are, like, 65, mm-hmm. and I know this sounds <laughs> old right now to you. <laughs> and But these people sometimes have something that they're stuck with. That happened literally in second or third grade, or that happened with their brother or sister at home, right? Yeah. I mean, it's really, really true. So do you think, just by thinking for a second, is there anything that um, that happened when you were young? Did you start out as friends and you're not now? Um, is that a possibility? Because mm-hmm. I hear that really often. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were ever friends. Really friends? Yeah, no? I don't think we were ever friends. Okay. Where did it start? Did you want friends? That's when it started. Yeah. Can I can I ask? Yeah. Um, a lot of times, I think we we meet people mm-hmm. and we either become friends or we don't. And in yep. those cases, we become friends, I think, or at least acquaintances, until something goes wrong mm-hmm. that we would say we're no longer friends. So, can you think back to that point when you're saying you know I don't think we were ever friends? Mm-hmm. What was the turning point? Do you even know what that was? No. Um. Well, I think we started to become friends, but um, I have, like, my best friend. She wasn't really, she did not like Rachel. So in middle school, they had a big old, like, issue, and then I think that's what made her not like me more because I was friends with her. So I think that's why she doesn't like me, too, because I was friends with that girl that she didn't like. Ah, okay. See, it's often intricate little things, but you usually get to it. Have you ever talked to her about it? About her not liking me? Yeah. Um, no, it was just that one time when I told you I asked her if she ever, like, hated me, and she was just like, no, I just never liked you. Okay. So. But when she comes back, and mm-hmm. if it's still bef- before the holiday, it's always nice. Communication is nice, because once you actually air it out and get her to really talk to you mm-hmm. about why she doesn't like you, because often there's a reason why we don't like someone, correct, Michelle? Be yes, that's why I was thing. asking, because oftentimes, it's something. especially when I talk to students, They'll say, well, when I was in third grade, she said this about my parents. Or mm-hmm. So there's things that become very deep-rooted, and a lot of times we might think it's insignificant or someone else might, even mm-hmm. the person who said it, but to the person who has had their feelings hurt or who's carrying that, it was very impressionable, and at, at some time in their life, it hurt them. Mm-hmm. True. Absolutely. So I would really try that. I think it would be 
incredibly great even <clears throat> with the whole Project Z going on and for yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't forget for the other person too. It's nice to air it out. Yeah. It's nice to start the year fresh. Mm-hmm. So if she comes back and you don't want to do it alone, you can do it with your principal or you can do it with Mr. Santana. Okay. And, and, and really go a little bit beyond, okay, you don't like me. Why do you hate me? You know, go beyond that mm-hmm. and try to find what it is. Because often we don't know. I wouldn't know what I've said in second or third grade. I mean, I honestly wouldn't know. And I'm sure you don't know either. No. And so if it's that simple that you can solve something mm-hmm. that is festering for a lifetime, that'd be great. That's also a way to get rid of bullying, no? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about Project Z, walking yeah. around school? Even last year when I wasn't even here. Okay, and what what do you think about it? I think it's a good program to, like, stop and help bullying. Yeah. And you know they want to go out in the community entirely, not just all the schools. They want to go to hospitals. They want to go to senior centers. They really want to branch out. Is it something you're interested in and ever joining? Yeah. Because it's not a club. Uh? Mm-hmm. You, you know that. It's yeah. just you can walk in and say, I'm in this part of the community. I'd love to bring that to my church. Or um, I have a chess club, mm-hmm. and I'd like to bring it there or wherever. Yeah. Wherever you want to bring it. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'd be interested in that. Okay, then I hope to see you in January okay. in Project Z when they have next meetings coming up, okay? Okay. Okay, super. Thank you so much for being on Might Radio. You're welcome. Okay. So, Michelle, I'm going to continue with you. Yes. Uh, for everyone listening out there, Michelle, Dr. Michelle Nunley is uh, the principal of Tulare Union High School where Project Z started. And you're going to say, you've been on the radio so many times about Project Z, but we're always doing new things. So I would like Michelle to actually um, tell the listener a little bit where they're at after being at it for about, what, four months, I would say, a good four months. Mm-hmm. What have been the progress for Tulare? Where have there been more implementations by the students in helping uh, zero tolerance and zero tolerance and bullying, especially. Well, as you just heard Sylvia say, we we did start this originally last year with kind of our kickoff and and how we came to meet each other. Since then, we have looked at the first thing is education on campus and making sure that all of our students know what Project Z is, the culture that we are implementing here at school at Tulare Union High School. And then beyond that is what can we do to carry the same message out to the community, whether it be our feeder schools that uh, you have went and spoke to some of them. We've had some of our student representatives go speak to some of them also about Project Z and how they can bring it to their school. And now we're looking at implementing in our local hospital, starting there and looking into some senior centers to find out ways in which we can come in and, and support our seniors. And on campus, we've been doing our community forums, which each time seems to get better and better. We're getting more attendance, more student attendance, which is great. Kids are coming and not just finding out about awareness issues, but taking more active roles. Okay. We had a student summit this week, which was the first time we've had one of those. So individual students were pre-selected, and it was an invitation-only meeting that was held to, to branch out to some of those groups, some of those clubs or athletic programs that we are not already seeing involvement with Project Z, but we know these are leaders on our campus. Mm-hmm. So we invited them, we shared the initiative, and basically set the stage for 
do you want to pick up the ball with us? Hmm. And a lot of the students were lots of heads nodding, lots of excitement. We went out, we had pizza afterwards together, and a lot of them were talking about ways in which they could see incorporating Project Z into their individual entity. And then we've also been doing a lot with our scenarios that I think has been one of the best things we've done because a lot of students are involved with those. And people hear about bullying, and I think sometimes we've been on both sides. We've been the victim, we've been the bully. And until you actually play one of those scenes out, I don't know if a lot of people realize the impact you can have and how hurtful you can be to another individual. Because our our very own student leaders, a lot of them have been participating and the dialogue that occurs afterwards is so powerful for them to see how hurtful it can be. That maybe when they were younger or maybe it was yesterday, they did something with, with their friends and they were making fun of someone else. And when they're in the moment, they don't see it as such. But then when you're either playing out one of the scenarios or you're sitting, you know, you're the fly on the wall and you're watching everything that goes on, it's interesting to see for those students, you can see things clicking inside. I saw a number of people crying at our community forum even this month. Yeah. But I, I agree. Even me, I, I'm just the cameraman behind it. I, I feel quite emotional when you see Powerful. those scenarios. Have you have you seen any of them? No. No, I hope you get to see one, Sylvia. <clears throat> it, it's quite powerful because suddenly you see your own friends, and I, I know it's play acting, but when you see someone being slammed up at the locker and you see actually the skin go red and you see all that, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. And you go, that is hurtful. That's painful, but it's hurtful. And I think that really helps for the students. We'll be right back. We're going into a commercial break. Hold on, everyone. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. (laughs) 
tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. And hi, everyone, and we're back here at Tulare Union High School. And um, the young lady who just was uh, very willing to talk about her uh, small altercation about bullying, uh, we congratulate students to come forward and actually work it out with the person. And we are here with Dr. Michelle Nunley, the principal of Tulare. And I want to actually switch gears a little bit. Um, the... My vision basically has always been that if we were kinder to each other, which is a deceivingly simple message, that the world would look really different because somehow, and everyone knows that when you're listening to my show, somehow we have lost the ability to make time for each other. We are so busy running around, I I would say, like chickens without a head, really in the sense that we're always busy. And as a parent today, and I'm glad that my parenthood is behind me, is that you're always driving your child to a sports. You're always somewhere on the road. And you never have this sense anymore of what I lived with when I was a young child with dinner, mom and dad around the table, brother and sister sitting there, with a lot of bantering and teasing going on, but we were still there. There was a foundation. And so where I'm going at is my slogan, which everyone knows by now, is we as a society have dropped the ball on human kindness. Will you help me pick it up? I am taking the concept of this ball, which I actually printed these words out on a basketball, red, white, and blue, for the colors of the flag of the United States of America. And I have asked uh, Michelle to help me with this project because I thought how better to do this analogy with all these children that we're losing to bullying and cyberbullying, which I've started to call cyber-tormenting. When we, we lose these children, I know that all of you are sad, but we are only sad for that one moment. We don't seem to really think it touches us. Just like when mothers went out there to to talk about drunk driving, the first time we heard about cancer, the first time we heard about HIV, I don't think any of us thought it touched our lives. But I tell you, when we lose children to suicide, when we lose teachers to suicide, when we lose adults in the workplace to bullying, suicide, I think it does touch us because bullying is everywhere. Starts in kindergarten, continues in elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, straight into college. And if you were a victim and you didn't deal with it, I often notice that you become a bully in the workforce, which is terrible because, let's be honest, we all knew what it was like. So the ball, every time we drop it, my analogy here is that we lose one life. That's how fast we lose one. I really believe that when I started this two years ago, and I had no idea where my vision or my idea was going to take me, uh, I think my statistics were close to one a month. Whereas now, I would honestly want the listener out there to understand it's almost one a day. 
we are losing a child a day. That is mind-boggling. And to say it is so sad, the parents didn't see it coming, what can we do to help, and have all these little clubs out there is a good start, a good awareness. But this is where Tulare comes in. We have something bigger. I really believe that. I'm proud to say that I wholeheartedly believe that Project Z has brought the simplicity of the body system back in there by creating empathy. It's difficult to create empathy. It's difficult to teach empathy. But when students teach each other empathy, not us that are out there like me or Michelle as a principal or Mark Hatton who started all this as a teacher, no, the students are going to teach each other. The students are not going to punish. No, the students are going to take the bully by the hand and ask, what the heck is going on? What can they do to help? I think that is a novel approach. It is an approach that works for me. I've done it in many interventions in schools, and I was so gladdened to see it here for the first time. I travel everywhere in your big country and I've never seen it except here. So it does work. My slogan is really simple about this ball. One moment, one being, one kindness is all we need. So now we're asking the American people for help. (laughs) We are asking you for help and no, you don't have to do anything but be creative with us. Michelle and I need your help. I'm going to tell you why. Michelle is the educator I am an advocate and an activist and a parent, so I am your average blowjo in America that's just saying, okay, this is the idea. We have an educator following. We have a whole student body, Project Z, A is B, which I'm going to have Michelle explain who is behind us. But now we've got to bring that ball to our biggest chief and commander, which is President Obama, and we have to bring this ball to the White House. And Michelle, who knows America much better than I do, has planned out with me, we are mapping out a trip, and we are not able to go to every single state, guys. It's just not possible. But we're going to start in Tulare, and we're going to go slowly crisscross. And even if we jump from place to place, we will try to backtrack and do some of your states. Michelle, how long do you think when we kick it off today at Tulare, just give me a guess out there, how long do you think we're going to take? I know we could drive it in two days. Wow. Um, but if we I would say think- definitely weeks. Um, and depending on the interest okay. and how many people get involved and how many people start contacting and saying, you know, stop by and see us, it could go from probably a couple weeks to a month or so. Just it, It's all going to, I think, depend on the people of the United States and how many are willing to pick up the ball with us. Okay. I agree totally with Michelle because, you know, if there's a case going on in your town or in your city and there is something terrible with a student or with an adult, feel free to contact us. And what we've done is I have a blog that I've already set up. What I'm doing is I know that for the adults out there, this is scary, Instagram, social media, but I need you to be on there. 
uh, Instagram is Gabriella Van Ray, and I'm sure that Voice America will put it up. But what I need you guys to all know is what a little hashtag is. We are going to do that number sign, which you all have on your phone, so you know what that is. And behind it, we're going to write the words, pick up the ball. That's simple. And that out there, guys, is actually a hashtag. I'm not of the age of social media either, but I got with it, and so is Michelle, and so is Bobby, my manager, reluctantly, but we're all getting on board with this little tag. Because whatever you write out there, it's that little tag that's going to count. And if there's something going on in your city or in your town, let us know. And we will come. We will do our best, right, Michelle, to to come and get there. The number of Voice America is 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to call in live on this show and give us advice, give us anything that you think, hey, that's a way to pick up the ball. In every major city, we are flying to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to Las Vegas to Phoenix. That's our first week, we would like to find athletes and students that are willing to come to TV stations with us, where we can play around with the ball, that we can explain in person what it is about. So again, please feel free to call in 1-888-346-9141. Michelle, do you want to add something to that before we have to go into commercial break? Yes, and The hashtag, I think, is very important, just a little bit of information, because as Gabriella has said, this is new to me, too, and for for listeners out there, any time that you are posting something or making reference to something, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or, or any other social media, that pound sign followed by a keyword is a way in which you can look up anything. So if you're going to do a search and you, you use the hashtag and put that name in place, what it does is it's like a search engine. It pulls up mm-hmm. all of the postings that have that. So if, if we do a hashtag, pick up the ball, and you go on and look, you'll be able to pull up everything that we're doing as we start here at Tulare Union and take the ball all the way across the country, delivering it to the man in charge at the White House. And the whole point is that we want to, Michelle and I want to hand over the ball to President Obama by saying, it's in your hands. The lives of all these children are symbolically within this ball. What can we do to set laws? What can we do so that every state doesn't each time wonder how to deal with everything, but come up with one thing, and I think by having so many students here with their input and the results to see the things that don't work and to see the things that do work and the scenarios we've made, I think this Project Z and these students here at Tulare could actually teach a few things to uh, President Obama and, And uh, and us, the adults, because there is really a way to make this work. There is a way to put our differences aside. And we're going to break for commercial, and we'll be right back, everyone. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host Jordan Kimmel is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Might Radio. I'm here in Tulare Union High School in Tulare, California, with Dr. Michelle Nunley, the principal. So we were just talking about not dropping that ball, about bringing the ball of human kindness to you, door to door. And um, Michelle just mentioned something that I had forgotten because we're doing so much stuff daily, is yesterday I had the pleasure of meeting a young man of eight years old, I think, eight or nine years old, and his name is Gage, and his mother drove from a little ways to come and meet me. And she did that because she wanted her son, who's being bullied, to meet a prevention expert because we all have something to teach one another. And I try to help the young man to take ownership of his uniqueness because if you take ownership of your uniqueness, then and only then will people stop bullying you. Now, this young man was very, very smart. And the reason that I'm mentioning Gage is what if you had someone in your town or in your city that really needed help? And sometimes, and I know this sounds strange for the parents or the educators, and we're always wanting to, willing to help, but sometimes a stranger is so much easier to talk to. So if you have a young man, a young girl, or even an adult who is totally stuck and feels truly isolated, and his own words were, I feel really worthless and useless. That's what they keep telling me, that I cannot do anything right. And I told him, don't believe that. But you out there listening to this already know that when we hear that, we do believe it, don't we? So that's one of the things we're out there trying to accomplish. Now, Michelle is going to tell you a little bit how we are trying to plan this. And things will change on a regular basis 
Because, Mike, we told you we're going to come where the action is and where you want us to come, Michelle. So how are we going to start this out? So okay. today it's here. Today we are starting the ball in, um, in route to D.C., and it will start at Tulare Union. We will begin passing the ball around. And one of the things that we're focusing on with our students is that we don't want to drop the ball. However, we're realists, and we know that sometimes the ball might get dropped. The important thing throughout this whole process is that somebody is willing and there to pick it up. And that's what we're going to be doing as we travel across the United States. As uh, Gabriella just mentioned, there will be some flexibility that comes with that. Unfortunately, her schedule is a little bit more flexible than mine. So I'm excited about this upcoming week because it is a holiday week for us. And we're going to be starting by, from Tulare, we uh, have looked at Fresno on our map. And then we'll be traveling south in California to Los Angeles. From Los Angeles, we are planning to take the ball to Las Vegas, and that would be in Nevada. And then after spending a day or two in Nevada, we are planning to go to Arizona and hit Phoenix and spend a day or two in Phoenix. And then from there, we are looking at New Mexico, possibly arriving in Albuquerque, driving over to Santa Fe, and then maybe up to Colorado. Mm-hmm going to Denver and making a stop in Denver. And, and throughout this process of these western states that I'm mentioning, nothing is written in stone, and that's one of the things that both Gabriella and myself have committed to, that we're going to travel where the need is. Yep. What we're doing right now is coming up with a, a preliminary plan. So it's a template to get us to D.C. And we'll put that on the website. We'll we will put that definitely, on the blog. Yeah, we'll definitely have it out there. And the reason we're posting it is because we want the listeners and once we get on the news, the viewers, to know where we're coming so that they can be a part of this movement, but also that if they see we're not going by where they are and if they can't get to us, we need you to let us know where you are because we will do everything possible not just us, but to get the ball to you so that you can be a piece of this. Yes, absolutely. We will do our best to do that. And one of the things we need is we need all the news stations, every local TV show that you have that we might not know about. Please call in or let us know on the blog, and we will um, then be able to spread it even more. Uh, we will also have a donate button on our website. Uh, my company is absolutely a nonprofit company called Gabriella's Foundation, and it stands only for education. And the donations can be made uh, right there with PayPal on the website. But we'll make all this accessible. Yes, and that, that's great to mention too, because just like everything we do, nothing is free. So we are utilizing all the resources we have. Anyone that's, that's willing to help out, whether it be assisting us with making connections to local media, whether it be news stations or newspapers, we would appreciate the assistance there with those links. Or if you know you personally or someone that, that you're in contact with that can provide financial support, all of that would be very, very much appreciated because this is a huge undertaking, 
And we know it's something we can't do by ourselves, which is why we're spending some time talking about it this morning, because we want everybody to become involved as we see this as something that in order to to educate and to see these changes in our communities, in our schools, it's going to take everybody pitching in and committing to living lives that are filled with human kindness. As Gabriella said, much of what we do, and, and I am one that does this too, we're so caught up in the hustle and bustle and, and getting there and having our lives take over, whether it be our kids in sports or anything else that we've committed to, that sometimes we don't stop and smell the roses. We don't stop and think about human kindness. And even though we have social media nowadays, it's still important that we treat others with kindness. Some of that can be done using social media, but we think a lot of it still needs to be done face-to-face, one-on-one communication. And that's why we're committing to making this trip across the United States. Yes. And I want to add to that, to the kindness, is I have a little slogan of my foundation, which is just called Dare to be Kind. Because, and, and the kindness starts with you, you know, with, with you, I mean myself. I, I never, it was a novel idea to me that I had to be kind to Gabriella. And I really mean that because if I'm not kind to me, how can I help you guys out there? So dare to be kind to yourself is a biggie. It's much bigger than you think. And so when uh, Michelle says that we need all kinds of donations, we need, for example, uh, toiletries on the way. We need uh, a hotel. We need um, uh, a cup of soup at your local stop uh, in, in your town. Resources. Anything. You know of someone uh, that A car has been that we can, can use for, for the day that we're there. Anything is welcome. Anything. Honestly, there's nothing that's going to be strange. We might even need one day a warm coat because we'd be flying from Miami and we'd probably end up in Chicago in snow. So anything that you can think of to help us would be really, really great. And I'm trying here. I'm reading something that my manager wrote, which makes me laugh. Um, but anything that you can think of to help make this message into a real message, and I really like what Michelle just said. It's a movement, and it's a movement where we don't want to leave you left out because there's nothing uh, more special than actually meeting people face-to-face and giving that handshake that we don't do anymore. And I can tell you, too, that if we're on the road still um, uh, like, for example, after Thanksgiving, when we're on the road, and you feel that you want me to come and talk in your school and do a little assembly of half an hour, feel free to let me know through all the means of social media or to call me directly at 415-656-6656. That's a lot of sixes. I'll repeat it. 415 656 6656. I will always be available to listen to a child in trouble, whether it is the bully or the victim. I am of the opinion that we need to help both, not just one of them, and that we shouldn't go for punishment. We should actually go for dialogue and communication. Anything you want to add to that, Michelle? I do. Something I was, I was just thinking as you were talking about with dealing with both parties 
is I think the big thing is caring and understanding, too. Because a lot of times, especially on campus, when we have our students go through a, a counseling session or a peer counseling session, a lot of times at the end of that conversation, we'll find that there was a misunderstanding at some point. Oftentimes, it can be deep-rooted years and years past, and by sitting together face-to-face and talking, they both see that they're good people, they care about others, and most times when they leave those situations, they agree to set it aside, to move on, and a lot of times we see great friendships that, that evolve out of what could have been a bad situation to start. So the caring piece is huge, which goes right along with human kindness. And understanding is big, too. People have to be open, open-minded, just like this trip we're making. Um, you might think that we're a little bit crazy, and we probably are, but that's okay. Uh, our, our goal is to get out there and to make a difference. But every, every idea that starts is actually a little bit crazy, isn't it? Because, let's be honest, um, when I look at Gandhi or I look at Martin Luther King, uh, in their era, I'm not sure I would want to do a march on the, on the way to Washington, D.C. in that era uh, with knowing that you could lose your life, knowing that there was a lot at stake back then. So if we don't have visions, if we don't have dreams, if we don't want to see a better place for the future, um, if there aren't people out there that are at least wanting to do that, then there's nobody to jump aboard. And right now, we give you the opportunity, the listener, to jump on board with this. And we will be right back after this commercial break. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to 
to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. So everyone, that ball of human kindness is en route to Washington, D.C. at 1045 here at Tulare Union High School in California. We are all together with Project Z and all the students, even the ones that aren't part of Project Z, all the students are involved, the teachers, the staff, and Dr. Michelle Nunley is involved, and we are going to kick off this ball in the right direction, and it's going to go with my manager, Bobby, and myself to Fresno and then to Los Angeles, where we're driving for the first part. And then Michelle joins me in Las Vegas on Monday night or Tuesday morning, where we will spend two days. We will take a break on Thursday for Thanksgiving, and then on Thursday and Friday, we will end up in Phoenix. And like we said, nothing is written in stone. Please feel free to go to my blog, GabriellaVonRay.com slash blog. And don't forget that we want you to hashtag everything, number, pick up the ball. And I'm going to ask Michelle to talk a little bit about the cause and what Tulare stands for and what they want to bring in in the project of human kindness and in this movement. Michelle. Okay. Thank you for this opportunity. There are a lot of things that happen at Tulare Union that all tie into human kindness. Some have been going on for years. Project Z is something that is fairly new that was started in the spring last year. And one of the things that they all have in common is is your, your thing, human kindness. Mm-hmm. So with Project Z, that started and it stood for zero tolerance for bullying because we were seeing more and more things happen on school campuses throughout the nation. Our ASB director, Mark Hatton, had this idea that we would start Project Z. So he worked together with his ASB class, which stands for Associated Student Body. It's our student leaders on campus. At the same time, in our English curriculum, uh, Tom Kellogg, who is one of our English teachers, he presented to the English department, so we did it basically school-wide. All students did an assignment in which there was a packet of excerpts that they read all centering around bullying and ways in which we treat others. And then it was a school-wide write that all students had to do. They each wrote an essay regarding bullying. So those two things were implemented around the same time. They went really hand-in-hand. It was a good kickoff for increasing awareness. One of the things we've been doing for quite some time now is the Character Counts program. And we're very involved with Character Counts. We have two advisors in Dave Schlick and Marshall Webb that brought something new to our Character Counts program, and this is the second year in which they've been doing it. Character Counts is founded on the six pillars of character, and this is something that's not specific to Tulare Union. It's copyrighted, and you see it all over the United States. But those six pillars are trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. So that is another piece of our curriculum that we have at Tulare Union. 
We do things throughout the year. Students are recognized. In a lot of schools, I think you see like a student of the month program. We do stuff that centers around the pillars of kindness, the, the, the six pillars of character counts. Beyond that, and just recognizing students, our, our two advisors took it upon themselves last year to really beef up this character counts curriculum. And like I was just sharing regarding our bully prevention unit that we did in all of our classes, what Dave and Marshall has done is they've put together a character counts file that's accessible to everybody on our campus. And there are units or lessons that we teach throughout the year. So students get exposed to different scenarios through the six pillars of character. For each of those, they identify which one is our focus area. There's many lessons that teachers go on to. There's short video clips where students watch something taking place. And then following that, there might be a dialogue or a seminar that takes place in the classroom. Sometimes it's actually a written response. So it varies, but it it leads to increased communication with students because it's not through social media that we're doing this. It's face-to-face -face contacts, and a lot of it is project-based in our classrooms, which is very consistent with the move to common core standards in our country. And the one thing that is everything tying into is human kindness. It's not just who has the highest grade point average, who scored the most touchdowns, who is the best actor or actress in our school play, but instead, it's the quality individual. And our goal for all of our Redskins here at Tulare Union is that when they graduate, they're able to be a caring person who can go out and be a contributing member in the community, someone who's going to make a positive difference in the community, not just for themselves, but for others. And we even work together with our community on this. I, I just this morning was at a business partnership committee meeting, and we were talking with our business leaders about the things that they're looking for in the people they employ, because we want to make sure that we're embodying those things in our curriculum. One of the things that stood out the most, it's not necessarily something that is easy to teach, but it's how to be a kind person. Yep. Because if I'm going to hire someone and I'm in the retail business, I want to make sure it's someone that as customers come in, they greet them with a smile. They make them feel comfortable. They, they make them want to come back and do business in my store. And even though in the world, I think nowadays we see a lot happening with technology, no one can argue that a smile cannot change the day for one person. Absolutely. That, that kindness be. is not huge. Here on campus, just going around and smiling and saying hi to people, whether we know them or not, is one of the things that we pride ourselves in because that smile might be the only one that that person sees or that nice compliment or greeting can make the difference for that one person. Absolutely. I know that... Uh, when I arrived at Tulare the second time here at your high school, uh, I said to Bobby, yeah, I think it's this direction, not totally sure anymore. And then a young man saw us hesitate. And I said um, to the student, um, can you tell me that's the direction of the principal office? And first he said, yes, keep going and then take a left. 
And then he hesitated and said, no, let me bring you. And he just brought me all the way, opened the door really gallantly, which is rare for a young man, and, and said, I hope you have a nice day. And then he said, and you look familiar. And then we pointed at the poster with my face on it. And we said, we hope you come to the forum. <laughs> and that was it. And I remember that Bobby distinctly, both Bobby and myself, said, Oh my gosh, that is so, we, we go to schools where we don't see that at all. I know that for you, Michelle, you see this every day, but uh, you will see with me on the road, we don't see this. We don't see this. People are still, I, I meet children that are afraid to shake hands, that are afraid of the human contact, and we still need to truly interact with each other. I agree 100%. It's the random acts of kindness that are not for a a reason. It's it's not so that somebody gets something in return, but rather it's because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. I heard a lot of your students talk about Judy, but I always thought it was just part of life to help the underdog. It was part of life that if you had it good to give something. But uh, depending on which side or which country you're in, a lot of people find that not the correct thing to do. And we have five minutes left for everyone, and I want to just reiterate a little bit what we're doing. So, um, as you know, I am your host, Gabriella, but I'm starting this ball because we as a society, I feel, have dropped the ball of human kindness. kindness. Passionately, I address only one major global concern, that we as a society have dropped that ball, and in doing so, we are letting our children down, perpetuating intolerance, bigotry, racism, and rudeness for future generations. Bullying and cyber-tormenting do not only happen in schools. It has become an epidemic that has spread to all parts of our society. It has infiltrated our schools, workplaces, communities, homes, churches, and even our governments. I have decided two years ago to become a public speaker and an author and to become the voice of those that cannot. And like I told Gage yesterday, he can also become that voice. So if you feel that you have been victimized and you find that virtual strength inside of you and you find that might, find your voice and go out there and provoke people in and you provoke them already by communicating with them. That's my biggest thing. If I provoke you by communicating and you at least think of just that it could be different, then we have already reached our goal totally because dare to be kind is just about seeing the perception of the other side, not always everything colored from the way you look at it. So all we need from you out there is one moment, one being, one kindness. And please tell all your news stations, your local TV, your schools, your community centers, your clubs. What else am I missing, Michelle? Your city, yeah, your city the, officials, your, city your religious officials. affiliations, your churches, your... Okay. Anyone that you have, we will have a donate button on gabriellevanray.com slash blog. It will be up on Voice America. And I would like to finish with the last sentence. I always say this. Our uniqueness is the one thing that we get attacked for. But when we grow up, and I want the children to get a chance to grow up and to grow beyond the bullying, our uniqueness is the breathtaking diversity 
of this universe. Without it, we would be nothing. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another show of Mind Radio and follow us. And please don't forget the hashtag, a new word, guys, hashtag. Pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. And it's just that little number sign. And you can tell your children tonight that you finally know what a hashtag is. And they'll laugh at you. And the communication will be fun tonight. That's for sure. So, everyone, we will come to your city if you call us at 415-656-6656. Thank you very much. Anything you want to add? We have a few seconds left. Just join us. It's, it's going to take me and me. It's going to take more than me and Gabriella. We're, we're calling to you, our, our communities, our citizens, to help us pick up the ball of human kindness. Please join us. Please join the movement. I agree wholeheartedly. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And next week is Thanksgiving, so there will not be a show. But the week afterwards, we will be back with another show. Thank you again for joining us this week. Mike Radio with Gabriella Von Ray can be heard every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week, and until our next show, think of a random act of kindness that you can perform. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.